and welcome to the Braindrop Podcast, a show all about puzzles, riddles, mysteries, and games. I'm your host, Brian Hobbs. This week, we go over the mountain, mountain, across the river, river, and through the forest, forest, forest. First, I'll give solutions to the puzzles from last week. We'll listen to the lateral thinking puzzle being solved. Then I'll share three new puzzles for you to ponder. So to start with, I'll give the answers to the previous week's puzzles. Solution one. (laughs) A light or three in the attic. In this puzzle, you are in an old house that has three light bulbs in the attic, but the three switches for each light bulb are downstairs. The puzzle, can you arrange the switches and then go up the stairs to the attic and while there, figure out which switch went to which bulb? So there you are at the switches. They're all off to begin with. Call them A, B, and C. Turn on A. Now go make a sandwich. Did you know you were hungry to begin with? Did I not tell you that in the puzzle? I thought I did. Yeah, you're definitely hungry. So you go make a sandwich. I like peanut butter and honey because I'm five years old. Peanut butter and honey sandwich. Easy on the peanut butter. Easy on the sandwich. Just a big puddle of honey with some breadcrumbs and a peanut. It's delicious. Now I'll tell you what I tell my kids. Wash your hands before you go touching everything in the house. I don't want to find any sticky light switches. Now go back to the switches. A is on. B and C are off, as you remember. Now turn off A and turn on B. Great. Now go up the stairs. One of the three is on. Which one is it? You've forgotten, haven't you? It's B. The other two are off. Now feel them. One of them is hot because it was on while you were off eating sandwiches. So that one is A. The other one should be cold and that one is C. Now go find some bandages to put on your burned hands. Solution 2. The Grouch Goes Wild. In this one, I gave you a list of names, then asked you to decipher something about each name. Then once you've done that, determine the odd one out. The names were Jamie Cromwell, Abraham Nebraska, Santa Karenina, Gamma Bradbury, Queen Taylor, Victor Chavez. I also gave you a clue, which was the same as the title, The Grouch Goes Wild. If you saw that title on the website or on Facebook, you would also realize that the word wild had an E at the end. Okay, this was a fun puzzle for me to observe because it's kind of multiple puzzles in one. Many people got the initial part, but there was more of a struggle with figuring out the odd one out. So, However, listener Shannon sent in the right answer on the first day with no additional help or clues. So way to go, Shannon. We had some others solve it as well. So the first part of the puzzle was recognizing that the two names in each pair are linked by a third name that you can put in the middle. So first pair was Jamie Cromwell. The middle name is Oliver, because Jamie Oliver is a celebrity chef from the UK. Oliver Cromwell, English general and statesman. Second pair, Abraham Nebraska. Abraham Lincoln, U.S. President. Lincoln, Nebraska, capital city of Nebraska. Third pair, Santa Karenina. Santa Anna, Mexican general. Anna Karenina, a really, really, really long novel by Leo Tolstoy. I read that one last year. Took all year. Fourth pair, Gamma Bradbury, Gamma Ray, some electromagnetic radiation, Ray Bradbury, American author. Fifth pair, Queen Taylor, Queen Elizabeth, who, believe it or not, was a queen, or is a queen, because it can also refer to the current queen of England, Queen Elizabeth II. And Elizabeth Taylor, famous Hollywood actress during the 1940s, 50s, 60s. 
Sixth pair, Victor Chavez, Victor Hugo, French author, wrote Les Miserables, Les Miserables, Hugo Chavez, former president of Venezuela. So the new names are Oliver, Lincoln, Anna, Ray, Elizabeth, and Hugo. Looking for the odd one out, the clue was The Grouch Goes Wild, referencing Oscar the Grouch, famous TV personality known for his unique living space, and Oscar Wilde, Irish poet, playwright, author. So what kind of lame clue is Oscar? Well, all of them except one are films that were nominated for Best Picture Oscar at the Academy Awards. They also each won Oscars for various other things, whichever way you want to look at it. Oliver, 1968 musical based on Oliver Twist, nominated for 11 Oscars, one Best Picture. Lincoln, 2012 film based on Abraham Lincoln, nominated for 12 Oscars, including Best Picture. Ray, 2004 film about musician Ray Charles, nominated for six Oscars. Elizabeth, 1998 film about Queen Elizabeth, the first one of England, nominated for seven Oscars. Hugo, 2011 adventure film, nominated for 11 Oscars. So what does that leave? Poor sad Anna, which is not a film anywhere in the Academy Awards. There is a film called Anna, came out last year. Here's the synopsis. Beneath a woman's striking beauty lies a secret that will unleash her indelible strength and skill to become one of the most feared assassins on the planet. So that may not... So that may not have been in the Academy Awards, but it won an Oscar in all of our hearts. I guess. I haven't seen it. Don't really want to. Solution three. Okay, the lateral thinking puzzle this week. Here it is. What do the following places have in common? River Avon, Lake Michigan, Mount Kilimanjaro, the Faroe Islands, Carmarthen, the La Brea Tar Pits, Sherwood Forest, the Sahara Desert. <laughs> that is a lot of things. That is a lot of things. <laughs> I mean, okay. So, I mean, is it is there a reason that there's so many? Like, could I just take two of them and find out something in common with them? Yes. Okay. Like Sahara Desert and Sherwood Forest are two things. They're two things. And one of them, one of them is... Is there something linguistic? Yes. Okay. <laughs> if it was just Sherwood, would it have the same? What do you mean? I mean, in other words, could he just, if it was a town called Sherwood, would it work? Or does it have to have be the forest part? Does it matter? Um, well, I don't know. I, I, by linguistic, do we mean like dealing of... with letters? <laughs> No. Oh, okay. That's sort of what I had in my head. So it's something else, though. Sure would. Are they... Are they uh, names of things? Or of other things? Like, you know, horse racing or something. Sherwood Forest beating Mount Kilimanjaro. Oh, no. They're places. They're just, yeah. They're straight up places. Names of places. So there you go. That's, that's the link. They're all names of places. Well, <laughs> that's something to do with the answer. <laughs> okay. there are, are there multiple like instances of the places? Uh, no, relevantly, like not that I know of. 
not, they're also not the restaurants or something. Right. <laughs> no, that's not the answer. Okay. So would, uh, let's say, Lake Como, does that, uh, would that be in there? That would not belong in this list. <laughs> would one of the other Great Lakes? Like, uh, Lake? I doubt it. I don't think so. But it doesn't have to do with letters or like... No. Or anagrams or no. reading it backwards or something. No, nothing like that. I can completely divorce the places that they are referring to and be able to solve the puzzle. Like, I don't have to... Um, or do I have to think yes. about... Hmm, Sahara Desert and what that might mean? No. Just, just the name matters. Okay. Most of them are two words. Is that correct? Yeah. Is it the okay. fact that they all have their what they are in their name? That is part of it. That is part of it. Okay, but and, and are capitalized and or something? Does it have to do with capitalization or no? Or just the fact that they're a proper name? <clears throat> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's hard to answer, but, but okay. the name is the significant piece. So. Sure. So if it was like, so it is relevant, like Lake Michigan, it wouldn't just be Michigan wouldn't work. Right. Because it doesn't have the lake in there. Is it the fact that they are a proper name, but also if you take away, if you take away the place, it's a different, would it be a different place or like a town? Uh, no. That's or anything not. like that? Carmarthen, that's not even two words. So is that one kind of a hint? Uh, I guess. <laughs> like, is Isn't there a pretty obscure hint? Okay, what it, <laughs> is there a word inside of it or something? Um, that's relevant. Like, I don't car and mar and then. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's not. <laughs> so, but shouldn't you be able to tell me, like, if I came up with a different name, whether it would work or not? I guess. No? <laughs> I mean, well, give me an example. Well, it's like, okay. Because we were just talking about how Lake Michigan and Lake Huron, or whatever, were not, didn't work the same way. Right. So, Sherwood Forest and, like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, if it was pure wood forest, <laughs> would that work? Only a little. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Only a little? This can work by degrees? It to work as well. Oh. I think you're going to have to give me a, just give me a giveaway sort of hint, because I'm terrible at this. It, has, it doesn't have anything to do with other languages, does it? It does have something to do with other languages. It does have something to do with other languages? Do, so do the names m mean something contradictory? No. Or do they just mean the same thing? Yes. <laughs> does it? <laughs> I guess that's that's okay. that's the answer. Well, sure, okay, so Sherwood means Shire and Woods. Oh, Shire Woods. Okay. And then Sahara means deserts, desert. Gotcha. In Arabic. Okay. And they all, you know, they're all like that. Okay, so they are all redundant or tautological. River Avon means river, river. Lake Michigan means lake, large lake. Mount Kilimanjaro. Mount Mount Najaro, Faroe Islands, Sheep Islands Islands, Carmarthen, Fort Fort by the Sea, Sahara Desert, Deserts Desert. 
This one's a good one. La Brea Tar Pits. Especially if you say the La Brea Tar Pits, you're saying the the Tar Tar Pits. Sherwood Forest. Forest, forest, forest. There are a lot of other ones like Milky Way Galaxy, which means Milky Way, Milky Circle, or something like that. I'll link to an article in the show notes with all kinds of them, if you are so inclined. So there you go. Thanks, Stephen Wirt, which means crown of herbs. Time for some new puzzles. Puzzle one. A light, or eight, in the basement. So your hands are all bandaged up from your escapades in the attic. You're heading down to the basement now, and you discover, to your horror, eight light bulbs. You go back up the stairs in slow motion, open the door, and eight light switches. It's the stuff of nightmares. You think this house may have been built on top of an old Indian light bulb factory. You try the switches, and you can see lights coming on, but again, you won't be able to tell which switch goes to which bulb from up here. And even worse, your hands are all bandaged up, so you can't do your fancy heat test trick anymore. Not that you ever wanted to. So now you have three trips up or down the stairs to map each bulb to its respective switch. So starting from where you are at the switches, you can go down to the basement, back up to the switches, and back down to the basement. And that's all you need to figure out which bulb goes to which switch. How do you do it? Puzzle 2. Building your vocabulary. Start with a one-letter word, so that's A and I, and uh, you could argue O as well, such as in O come all ye faithful. U is not a word, regardless of whatever the kids are texting each other these days. So start with uh, one of those, A, I, O, and add one new letter at a time, being sure that each time you add a letter, a new word is formed. So if I started with I, I could add a T and make it. I could then add an L and make lit. This puzzle is so lit, it's so fire, I can't even. I'm gonna stop now. See how long of a word you can build using this method. When you add letters, they can be put at the beginning, the end, or inserted anywhere in the middle, so I had lit, and I could add an N to make lint. Uh, this puzzle is fairly open-ended, so just see how long of a word you can make. And be sure to send that in so I can see what you guys have come up with. I know you can at least get to nine letters, though. Maybe longer, I don't know. Puzzle three. Even better the second time around. Here's the lateral thinking puzzle for this week. A woman is driving alone to the store to do some shopping. When she arrives, however, she intentionally passes the store and circles the block before turning into the parking lot. She is not prevented from entering the lot the first time, is not listening to anything she wants to finish, nor does she see something or someone at the store she is trying to avoid. So why does she do this? One more time. A woman is driving alone to the store to do some shopping. When she arrives, however, she intentionally passes the store and circles the block before turning into the parking lot. She is not prevented from entering the lot the first time, is not listening to anything she wants to finish, nor does she see something or someone at the store she is trying to avoid. So why does she do this? 
So that's your puzzle. You can hear it solved next week. You can follow us on Facebook to see three clues on that puzzle this week. Okay, that's it. You can visit the website at braindroppodcast.com for a refresher on this week's puzzles. You can send in your solutions or suggest a puzzle for a future episode or tell me how underrated the movie Anna was by sending an email to puzzles at braindroppodcast.com. Special thanks to Jeff Moore for some of the music, including what you're listening to right now. Finally, please consider leaving a rating and review. I'd really appreciate it. All right, thanks for listening. I'm your host, Brian Hobbs. You know, people in movies and TV shows don't typically say bye or talk to you later or anything like that on phone calls because that's supposedly bad writing. They just hang up. <laughs>